I had made a video on self-esteem and how this relates to appearance. However many weeks ago I made that video. Um, and I've actually, I've received some DMs about, um, just about looks, guys who are focused on their looks in relation to the rejections they receive, which is understandable. Uh, I talked about how, uh, I've had ongoing insecurities about appearance and I've also just stemming from my childhood. And I've talked about how the difficulty in communicating these types of things outwardly, the way I am now, uh, like why would anyone want to discuss something like that in the public domain? When we have insecurities about something, we often want to be silent about them, uh, hold them inside. But um, I'm aware that there's growth to be attained by getting thing, getting these things off my chest that the difficulty in the communication to begin with is proportional to the amount of liberation off my chest as far as the um, insecurity is concerned. So I think number one is communicating the insecurity outwardly. I think it's recognizing that it's extremely difficult to talk about uh, insecurities we might have. That's the most important step, I believe, to helping to get over an insecurity. <clears throat> I really do think that that's important. I do not think it has to be the case where we ever feel great about something that we have an insecurity about. In other words, I don't, I do not see it as necessary, practical, or even reasonable that at some future stage, I would feel good or great about my appearance. I don't think that has to be the case. Um, I think the goal needs to be where we achieve greater happiness by just accepting the human condition, accepting that these things are ubiquitous. We all have our own fucking shit. Everyone's got their own um, degree of negative self-talk. And even if that self-talk isn't identified, even if it's not conspicuous, I think we all have our own insecurities, okay? So I think that that's a normal um, component of the human condition. We tend to remain silent about things we feel insecure about, as I mentioned, and that the most pivotal step to overcoming these insecurities is to merely talk about them. So that's why I'm making this clip as an example, because this doesn't feel great to do this. As I said, why would anyone want something like this in the public domain? But I'm aware that the growth that I can achieve is commensurate with the difficulty in making this clip to begin with. It's what you got to do. So that's an initial, that's a, that is the initial and also the best step. And if you're not able to do it in the public domain like this, I think uh, you can do it through a psych. I actually did, so I'm 34 right now. When I was 27-ish, and I was living in Australia at the time, I saw a psych for about 18 months. And you know, this notion of seeing a psych, right? Like, I didn't like the idea of that either. Um, it's a matter of, just going to someone in a closed environment where you can just get things off your chest 
And you'd be amazed at how effective that is. You move certain thoughts you have to an external location. That's the initial stage. Okay, so I literally went to a nearby university and it was $20 a session. You know, I did it through student health services there. I went to a nearby university for the sake of greater confidentiality. And the fact that the psych was a master's student, uh, not an official psych, made the sessions really cheap. You don't have to go to someone who's like $150 an hour. You can literally go to student health services somewhere. Obviously, with COVID, uh, at the time of this clip, you know, there's going to be difficulties. I'm sure there's uh, Zoom or Skype possibilities. But my point is that when we have an insecurity, getting it off our chest is uh, not only the initial, but I think the most paramount step to helping to get past that insecurity, being much more accepting and understanding of it. Um, so it can start with a psych where you, it's impossible to get it off your chest. And then you talk to a psych about it. It's really, really difficult. And then over time, you'll find that you can actually talk about it with a few people here and there who are not your psych. That's what's going to happen next. So first, impossible to talk to anybody about insecurity, about looks, intellect, whatever it is, right? Then you talk to a psych, really difficult to talk to the psych. You're going to be like, all right, you know, I'm just going to do this. You do it repeatedly with the psych over many sessions. Then you can talk to occasional friends or people you might interact with external to the environment of being there with the psych. And then eventually you might even be able to make a public clip like this. And it's not easy. I don't like this. I don't enjoy this. I really don't. This, uh, it's not that this feels uncomfortable. It's more just like, as I said, why would anyone want to talk about these things in the public domain? It's just, not, it's not fun. Um, but there's growth to be achieved every time we discuss insecurities. It's how we get past these things. So then also, apart from discussion of insecurities, moving them to an external location, um, also not internalizing the positive. It's not, in other words, you can't have your cake and eat it too. If someone gives me an occasional compliment about my appearance in a positive way, it's not that I can't say like, okay, that's great. Okay. Um, it's more about the degree to which we internalize it and allow that to affect our self-esteem. In other words, if I get excited or happy about a positive compliment, it just reciprocally means that I'm going to get negative about a neg uh, about an adverse one or one that's not so favorable or one that I wouldn't necessarily want to hear. And so, and it's not that, and I think it, it's not that anyone necessarily has to receive negative opinions about themselves from others. It's just, it's about self-talk as well. I think I'm more or less just, I'm numb to anything positive. If a girl, if someone occasionally might give me a positive compliment, I guess that's tautological because a compliment is positive. But if I were to receive, uh, if a girl says something positive occasionally, I just, it doesn't affect me. And it's not on purpose. I'm not like trying to be like, oh, I don't let it affect me. It's more just, I'm genuinely, it's a stage I've reached as far as I'm just numb to any type of compliment. I don't believe it. I don't believe any compliments. Okay. It could be a fun, one could make an argument as far as well. If you have low self-esteem about EG appearance, 
and someone gives you a positive compliment, then you're not able to believe it. I don't really think of it that way. I think of it more like um, out of self-preservation. I don't believe it, quote unquote, because uh, I can't get high in my own supply anything positive, And that allows me to uh, not have a negative perturbation if I hear something or feel something that's not uh, so favorable. So, I mean, that's essentially how I can attempt to articulate it is you have to try to keep an even baseline. Okay. I think that's important. So it's a matter if you have an insecurity, I think looks, intellect, whatever it is. And just remember, everyone has these fucking issues. These things are ubiquitous. There's not a single person who doesn't have these issues. I think it's just very much the human condition. It is. It's the human condition. People don't. People just don't talk about the things that uh, they don't feel happy about. So, but if you have an if you have an insecurity about something, e.g., looks or intellect, uh, just know that discussing it outwardly. As imagine discussing your insecurity about looks or intellect outwardly. I'm just giving hypotheticals. Really fucking difficult to do that, right? But just know that these things are proportional. That the the degree to which you can move past that insecurity uh, is proportional to the difficulty in the communication to begin with. That's why I'm making this clip, okay? And and it's to provide you value and letting you know that this is how you do it. And then the other thing is not taking positive compliments uh, too deeply, not not internalizing them as anything meaningful, being agnostic and essentially uh, desensitized to any type of positivity. Not that not in a negative way. It's not a denial. It's more of um, strong cortical inhibition. Okay, so. Cortic healthy, mature cortical inhibition is not synonymous with unhealthy denial of occasionally hearing things positive. As we get older, we have more inhibition. Okay, when you're 18 years old, you get speeding tickets. Okay, when you're a bit older, you have a bit more uh, inhibition. You're able to check yourself. It's a it's a mature process, and I think that I sort of just have a check in process where I. Uh, I just don't allow myself to care about anything positive. I'm just so desensitized. And that allows me, it, it's a buffer. It allows me to not feel negatively as much. So that's the short clip here, okay? I can talk for a while, okay? We can make this a 46 minute clip. But I think that uh, this type of communication is important for self-growth and also to attempt to provide a little bit of value uh, in letting you know that this is how, if you're, if you're wondering how you can build your self-esteem and how you can move past any insecurities you have, which everyone has them, as I said, then communicating them outwardly is really, really helpful. I feel pretty good now making this clip. I just talked about how I don't, I don't like making this clip. It's not fun. But now I'm feeling pretty good. Now that the clip is coming to an end, I feel pretty good. Um, cause I know that this is healthy. This is the process. Okay. So obviously I'm going to make more content. If you liked this clip, subscribe to my channel and I appreciate your time. That's it.